0: Hey, Rose Rosemuse, Wetabexi, Migamagi, Wiggy Ulsitkook. Hi, my name is Rose Muse, My family is from Migamagi, land of the Megama. I live in the Bear River First Nation community. This is the third part of a three part mini series of my journey with my Migamaw language. This podcast series was made possible with funding from the Canada Council for the Arts. A dream come true in 2022 for Cook. We got our first pilot adult language program. We started in August and it goes through to March 2023. We go from Monday to Thursday each week. We're only in a few weeks, but it's exciting and it's going great. We've had a few challenges, but no more than any other program trying to start from the ground up we found two fluent teachers who were willing to leave their home in Cape Breton to come here with us and, and help teach us for these eight months. And we appreciate that so much. We know how hard that must have been for them to leave their friends and their family and their home, their community there. And uh, it's been it's been quite an honor to have them here helping us. And we fill our days up With a lot of things We do introductions every day And we're adding more to them As we go along And we're now beyond our regular One-liners now to introduce ourselves That's really exciting So we're uh, We're really excited about that as well We're doing calendar words And dates uh, Learning new words and reviewing them Every day Lots of verbs uh, Which is really exciting since our Mi'kmaq language is, is verb-based. And uh, so that's that's been really nice because learning more verbs uh, really opens up um, the uh, sentences that we're able to use every day as well. We're now doing conjugations. So we, we started with just first person like I, you, and he or she. But now we're back, we're, now we're on to um, the second person. And, and then we'll go like three or more eventually as well. So uh, those are awesome stages to be in right now. And each week we do uh, land-based and activity-based teachings. And um, we've been learning uh, how to bring our language into basket-making and fire-making. Uh, we've been uh, braiding sweetgrass, digging spruce roots, and we'll even go shopping. You know, just using the words pertaining to shop, it's been really great because then, when I'm out shopping with my own family, I'll be teaching those words to them as well. So, you know, especially when my uh, daughter wants to buy something, I can tell her now in Meadmont like that's way too expensive. <laughs> she doesn't like that word. <laughs> um, we're also doing walks as well. Uh, Lots of walks in our community or on our medicine trail. And um, we've labeled some of the trees down on our medicine trail. It's been really nice to do that. And even if we don't have like a lot of conversation with it, just going and touching the tree and saying the name of that tree and maybe talking about why they called it that name. And so that's been really um that's been really nice down there on our medicine trail, just feeling that connection there and, and learning those few words as well. Um, even though it's only been a few months in our, in our program, there's been some big, big changes, you know, like um, our, for instance, the, the, what I had mentioned earlier, our introductions are getting longer and we're, we're feeling more confident in speaking. We're understanding more. One of our first classroom words was dasimp," and it means thinking in Mi'kmaq. We're going from this English thinking mind to thinking in Mi'kmaq, like with time or word order. And the more we're learning, the more we're understanding about this thinking in Mi'kmaq as well. Uh, I'm finding myself even dreaming more in Mi'kmaq. When I'm struggling with words or phrases uh, in the classroom, I'll come home, I'll, you know, in the evening, I'll cook supper and, and, you know, do all the routines that we need to do to put the little ones to bed. And then when I'm off to, to sleep, I'm dreaming of these words or phrases that I might be struggling with. And by the next day, I know them and this has happened to me a few times and it's it's just totally amazing i never thought that that was something that you would even do or someone could even do but but uh, it's happened to me uh several times and it's it's just quite uh an amazing experience we're also recording ourselves Uh, i think we're up to like close to 20 minutes now and that's kind of a really cool thing to do, actually. We we originally hoped to have this whole program immersion, but it was really a little bit uh, unrealistic for us at this moment and at this time. And so we uh, we started uh, timing ourselves, you know, uh, with just you know just a normal timer, and and we would try and speak as much as we could. And I think we started off like maybe with seven minutes we could do, which was pretty good. And now we're up to like 20 minutes and are close to it. and uh, so seeing that progress is really um, is really inspiring. <laughs> so we try and and uh, keep doing as much as we can. Uh, maybe once a week we'll try and record ourselves and and or time ourselves. So that's really incredible to uh, when we first started, you know, it was only around seven minutes and now we're, we're up to 20. That's, that's encouraging for us. And it's a lot of work being in school again, but such a dream come true for me. And uh, I know eight months will not fix the fluency issue uh, here in Cook, but it's an incredible, exciting start for us. of you that might be struggling out there to learn the language you know I highly suggest looking into grants for financial support it takes a bit of the pressure off so it allows you just to totally stay focused on what you're doing also online programs uh, they're popping up everywhere now too and apps that you can download and you know as of uh, October 1st of this year Mi'kmaq was recognized as the original language of Nova Scotia. I'm hoping this opens more doors for learning in, you know, in the schools or different funding. One of my mentors as well told me to record yourself, um, you know, like maybe at the beginning of the week and then record yourself towards the end of the week. I know when she was working with my daughter Cedar, she was having her say these sentences at the beginning of the week and then record herself as she was saying them. And then towards the end of the week, she would record herself again. And she could see that the, there was so much progress in just saying it over and over and recording. This is another way you can see your success, you know, by, by recording yourself and just hearing yourself saying these these sentences or words over and over My next steps are to just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, teaching and learning, keep passing on that spark of our language to people who want it. I might never be fluent in my lifetime, but I have certainly kept that spark alive in everything that I do. My children will have that spark and maybe they will carry that language on after I'm gone. This, I hope, is not the last immersion for us here in Il I'm continuing writing books. And and my last book was just uh, printed just today, actually. And um, it's it's a book about an uncle and a nephew who go in the woods and he teaches him about the importance of the trees and the land So I will be um, passing those out to the community. It's one way that I really enjoy passing the language on to my children and my community, my friends, people uh, who are interested in uh, learning the language. I love writing them. And uh, it's just another way of being creative by getting the language out there and sharing it with whoever would like to uh, like to learn it I find it really important that no matter what you're doing is just to bring in the language whether it's just a word here or there just uh, to keep it alive just bring in the language whether you're teaching uh, in a school or you're teaching at home or um, cooking or whatever it may be just using the language as much as you can. And I know sometimes it's a struggle when there's no fluent speakers around uh, to help uh, because we've had that issue here in Il Cook. But uh, I think more and more people are uh, understanding the the importance of the language and there are more and more people that are willing and uh, eager to help. Along with this program, I'm still writing books, and now I'm adding language to my decals. So if I, if I drew out a an eagle feather, I would put "gipu," which means eagle, on it, or I would do um, "mili dao" onto my hummingbird decals or something like that. So, any creative way to keep the language going or to get it out there so people see it is a it's an awesome awesome way to to keep it alive and I'm hoping to uh, build a canoe in the near future and I want to bring the language into this as much as I can so uh, I just say you know bring the language into whatever you can as much as you can and uh, I did learn uh, this saying uh, last week and it's uh, they said learn it forward you know so With more opportunity out there today, it gives me more hope and we all need to learn it forward, even if it's only one word at a time. This has been the third part of a three-part miniseries. Thank you all for listening. Ulaalio.